what's going on guys what's going on guys welcome back to set the screen podcast i'm uh today i'm with uh micah how you doing man we're doing good we're doing good it's snowing outside right now it's good vibes all around a lot of sports going on we got football wild cards and we got some basketball going on as well um it's an exciting week for sure yeah, yeah for sure so uh, obviously we haven't been here been recording for a long time but we're hoping to get back into it uh today we're doing our 2022 all-star ballot so uh let's just get straight into it um let's do it so do i do east first uh yeah yeah we can do the east i feel like that's a little a little bit uh a little bit easier to do than the west right now for sure all right um, let's, uh, let's start yeah. with starters so um who do you have a guard your guards excuse me my my two guards will be demar Derozan and ice tray i feel ice like tray. uh for me, DeMar was 100%, no doubt, Eastern Conference starter. Dude is, like, so good. And also, um, just just a heads up, I actually did not put Zach Levine on my Eastern Conference bench either for my um, guards. So, and the reason being just because I feel like DeMar has kind of overshadowed the success of the other players on his team. And I feel like he just has a little bit more of an impact Levine is a really good scorer, but I feel like DeMar has really improved his defense recently. And also his just all around um, team playing, it's solid. And Trey Young, of course, I got to put Trey Young as my starter. What, what else am I going to do? I do agree. DeMar DeRozan, ever since his time in San Antonio, he's turned into a great facilitator. I mean, mm-hmm, uh, it's so sure. much better. In Toronto, he really struggled with that part of the game. That's why part of the reason why he kind of like slowed down in the playoffs because he only had to rely on his mid-range game, but now he can really do everything on the floor except for sure. shoot threes. But he has after shoot but, threes. But even then, he's he's been controlled when he shoots threes. So like, um, mm-hmm. he and he's taken. He, he only shoots them when he when they're like open shots. So mm-hmm. which is uh, good. You don't want to be someone like no offense to Joel and B, but I think Joel takes too many threes to be honest. Well, I'm talking about who takes too many threes. We got to wait until we get to the cat. Oh my gosh, he takes so many. <laughs> um, so for my guards, I have Demar Derozan, and I have Zach Levine as my two wow. starting guards. Wow. I know, I know, it's kind of crazy that the two starting guards will come from the same team, but I just can't put Trey Young there based on how much they they're struggling this year. I can't. Mm, I, I do agree on that. I do. And I think uh, his defense is kind of getting exploited, um, especially for the, for the Hawks. I mean. Uh, Clint Capella hasn't really been as good of a rim protector this year as as he was last year, so he can't really. Definitely. So Treyon can't like rely on Clint Capella being back there. So I think his defense has been exploited. I think um, since the Bulls are the number one overall seed, uh, I think they deserve to have two All Stars. So yeah, I put Zach Levine as uh, my second guard. It's kind of reminiscent a little bit of uh, Vincent McGrady on the Raptors back in uh, back in two thousand. I could so, see that, yeah, a little bit. Um, so yeah, who do we have for, uh, who do you have for your, um, your, your forwards. forwards on? Yeah. So forwards. I have Kevin Durant, obviously at the, mm-hmm. that's, uh, it doesn't really matter three, four, five, but Kevin Durant is one of my forwards, Giannis and Embiid. I think these are pretty simple. Um, yeah, yeah. Same. same. Uh, the only problem is that KD will be out. he suffered an injury and he'll be oh, out for the really? next four to six weeks. So wow. I did an injury replacement. So I would probably move up like uh, Butler, Jimmy Butler, probably move him up mm. and then uh, put Bradley Beal on the bench. All right. Let me, let me check this really quick. I kind of want to see who I want to slide in there. because I, I think the forwards on both sides of the, of the conferences were definitely the hardest part. I think there's so many good guards in both conferences. I agree. 
I think I, I, I almost left out Bradley Beal. I would feel terrible because he's actually mm. been winning this year. So I had to put him yeah. as an injury replacement. See, I think what I'm going to do, I'm actually – Levine does play the small four position, right? So technically could be considered – DeMar plays more three. I don't know why DeMar is the go- a guard. He doesn't – Right, no. I mean, yeah. they, their starting lineup is Zoe at the one, Zach Levine at the two, and then DeMar at the three. I don't understand why DeMar is a guard. All right, here, here's what I'll do then. For my bench, I'm going to have three guards and two two forwards, and I'm going to slide one of my forwards into – uh, my my starters. So what I'm going to do from popular demand, I will be sliding in Jared Allen as my uh, as one of my starting forwards for the Eastern Conference. So there, he there you go. It. He almost made it for me. Mm. I I would love to have him, but I just can't. I don't know if I could put him over some of these guys. Yeah, I might actually. I might edit my lineup real quick to be honest. Um, so let's get to the bench. So who do you have as your two guards on the bench? Well. Since I slid uh, Jared guards. Allen, I'm gonna have three guards. So, for me, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit controversial here. The first pick is kind of normal. I have Harden as my uh, main bench guard. Um, I also have Bradley Beal. I feel like mm-hmm. Beal and the Wizards. I just want to mention. I'll talk about this later. But the Wizards are one of my favorite teams right now. Um, so, Beal has definitely been like making his um, appearance known on uh, as a scorer and also as a passer as well so i love what i uh, i just love watching him play so I, I had to put him there but as a controversial third guard on my list i have dejounte murray as oh, he's as in the, my, he's uh, in the west though wait dejounte i thought spurs were east now they're west oh they're, I they're do west have DeJo- i have dejounte yeah gotcha, gotcha. so um but yeah, yeah yeah i get that i get that. i have dejounte on my team too but he's in the west um, so for my two guards, I have Trey Young, obviously. I had to give him a nod, even though I don't yeah, like you, you got it. You got it. I mean, he's yeah. averaging what 27 and 10. I mean, come on. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then I have Harden. And then for my three forwards, I'm thinking about taking out one of these guys and putting Jared Allen in because Jared Allen's a defensive monster. He he's, is. He's um, I mean, the Cavs, I I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Um they're 26 and 18 right now. They're two and a half games back from the one seed. Never wow. what I thought. And then wow. they have the highest differential in the East. They win. I mean, when they win, they win by a lot. But when they lose, they lose by a little. So I they like the by a lot. Yeah. I think uh I like the differential as a stat personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um so I mean, they have one of the best defenses in the league. So I think Jared Allen probably gets a nod. So my three forwards, sorry, get back to it. Uh, I have Jimmy Butler. I mean, the Heat are the four seed, three seed, three seed. They're the three seed. They're one game. They're half a game back from the two half seed. Half game back. Yep. And they're one game back from the one seed. So I think he has to get some sort of praise without Bam playing the entire year. Um, there's some other guys on the team like Tyler Hero, who's really been stepping up. But I really think Jimmy Butler deserves the nod, even though he's only played 25 games. Yeah. Uh, my next forward is Jason Tatum. I had a lot Same. of trouble putting Jason Tatum on this list. Mm. The Celtics are really bad. They're 500. Um, not really bad, but I just watching them play sometimes is really tough because it's just hero. Uh, I feel like it's just hero ball. I mean, it's just ISO, ISO, ISO. There's no. Yeah, with no Brown and Tatum. Yep. I mean, their numbers, I mean, it looks like they probably deserve to have two all-stars. But, I mean, when you're 11 seed, I don't think any team outside of the top eight should have two all-stars. Right, exactly. Or top six, really. Yeah. So 
And then my last forward, I have Pascal Siakam, and I'm thinking about I think I'm gonna move Pascal Siakam out and put in Jared Allen. Okay. okay. Raptors are barely the eight seed. So barely, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna edit that. I'm gonna put a Jared Allen in. So good job, yeah, Jared I, Allen. I also have Tatum and Butler, but knowing me, Atlanta Hawks fan, I had to put my boy JC John Collins into my Eastern Conference bench. I wow. feel like and, and here here's my reasoning, okay. Mm-hmm. So Hawks have had so many issues this year, but in each game, the one guy that I consistently see step up and make a difference and make an impact is always John Collins. I feel like I, I love his hustle. I love his rebounding and he's a scorer at will. Also, he can shoot the three ball and he only shoots it when he needs to. And his mid range has improved. And of course, who, who has had more posters this season than John Collins? I would love to see in the All-Star game if he makes it. I would love to see some posters from him in there. So um, definitely just just out, out of a, a little bit of a Hawks bias, um, but I got to put my boy JC in there. I get it. I get it. I Don't worry. I have a little bit of a bias too, putting Jared Allen in. But uh, so what, who are you? So you have John Collins, um, Bradley B. Wait. John Collins and who else as your father forward? Uh, Tatum and Butler. Tatum and Butler. Okay. Yeah. So my two wild cards. Here we go. They're kind of like the same player, to be honest. Um, not kind of, but like they, the stats are yeah. extremely similar. Jer, uh, I have Fred VanVleet from the Toronto mm, Raptors. Same, He's been having same. a really good year. Yep. And then the other one, come on now, bro. He's a franchise <laughs> point guard. He plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> Darius Garland, number 10. He had a crazy game last night, too. He had 18 assists with 27 mm. points. So yeah. I had to put I had to put Garland there, too. So since the Cavs have been winning so much, and when he's off the floor, that offense is unwatchable. It's terrible. It's so bad. Oh, it's it's tough. It's tough to yeah, watch. It's tough to watch. And, like, he's – I mean, even Evan Mobley's stats this year look insane as a rookie purely based off how good – um, Darius Garland has been getting him the ball. Um, I mean, really just spoon feeding him at the basket. So, I mean, Evan Mobley's averaging 15, 8, and 3. And 3. So, as a rookie. Yeah, as a rookie. Yeah. Based, based on uh, Darius Garland feeding the ball so well. So, yeah, there's, there's my East. Uh, who are your true wild cards? I also have uh, Ben Fleet, Fred Valet. Um, I just feel like his. He's the only reason that the Raptors are winning any games, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Pascal was uh, out for the first part of the season, right? I or, think so, yeah. Yeah. I think he was So, um, Van Fleet has definitely been that guy who's always like – you always see him on the highlight reels and stuff. Um, he's like the, the sole hope for the Raptors, him and Siakam. And for my other wild card, I have Miles Bridges as uh, my wild card. I feel like – the Hornets are He's, definitely a fun team to watch. Um, his start to the year was crazy good. Yeah, exactly. Oh. He was he, – I mean, he's cooled down a little bit, but I feel like, you know, his his presence is still known on the team. And I feel like more than the face of the franchise with LaMelo, I feel like Bridges is one of those guys who's always bringing that energy. His play style reminds me slightly of uh, John Collins a little bit. Um, so I, I just I, – I, that's one of my favorite play styles, honestly, that just – pure like hustle and uh you know i love i love dunkers as well so definitely got to have bridges up there his stats are i mean 20 points a game he gets uh about a block steal four assists seven rebounds uh shooting pretty well from uh from the field the three ball 
could improve a little bit, but and he takes six per game. Which is, is a little too he much. He takes a lot. He yeah. takes a lot of threes, and he only makes 30% of them. But, I mean, mm. can't do anything. So, uh, yeah, so that's a pretty good list from you. Also, I uh, just want to say the um, Philadelphia Eagles, just a second ago, punted the ball for 20 yards. They had a 20-yard punt. And they're already down 7-0, so. Oh, man. This is, this is getting bad. But, I mean, it's, it's only 7-0. They get <laughs> the ball back. They're, they're good. Wait, who are they playing again? The Cow- Cowboys? They're playing or? Tampa Bay. And then oh, Cowboys, the yeah. Cowboys and 49ers is at 4:30, which I'm excited to watch that one. That that, that's gonna be that's gonna be a shootout in my opinion. Go Niners. Go Niners. Yeah. Uh well so, uh move to the West. All right. For me, my Western Conference starters as for my guards, I feel like you can't choose any this any is, other two guys. Come on, it's John Morant yeah. and Stephen Curry. Exactly. There's no other, I mean, there's no there's no way. I think uh, John Morant was my first selection. Curry has been kind of slowing down recently. Yeah, John yeah, definitely. On, I think he's, uh, he's they, hot. They're on a. Are they still on the win streak? No, they lost the win streak. Uh, they, like yesterday, they were on like a eleven game win streak. Oh, they, they, they got they got beat by the um, the Mavericks because yeah, they played night. like four games in a row. I think they got destroyed. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they're just they're just too tired. I mean, when you play four consecutive games in a row, like mm-hmm. that's. That takes a toll. On, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then, so my guards, obviously, John Morant, Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry, uh, they hit an amazing start to the year, MVP chance, all that type of stuff. But recently, after the three-point record, he's kind of been slowing down. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, uh, it's I mean, they're still super dangerous because Clay's back. But once Steph Curry gets back into his groove, I mean, he's only shooting, I mean, only 38%. But, you know. Right. Uh, it's, for it's, for it's anyone different. else, that's still really good. But for him, it's kind of like, I mean, come yeah. on. Uh, for the forwards, I have LeBron, LeCenter. Mm-hmm. LeCenter. Uh, I was watching them last night. It was so bad. Oh, my gosh. They lost by – Oh, against, they lost, against the Nuggets. They, yeah, I was watching the game, and they were down by 40. It was terrible. Um, it was ugly. Was no shot creation, no facilitating. Everyone's just tough to watch. Everyone's just standing around. It's just, and the defense was terrible last night. Uh, so yeah, well, I have LeBron, I have Jokic. I don't understand mm-hmm. how uh, Jokic is probably gonna win MVP this year. He should. He's, I mean, Jokic if you take Suns, everybody he plays against. If, if like, you take the words most valuable player, there's no team across the entire NBA where if you take that uh, one, their best player off, they're gonna be. I mean, the Nuggets. If you took Jokic off, they would literally be one of the worst teams of all time. Oh yeah, it's insane. Hundred yeah, percent. Uh. My so yeah, I have those three, and then I have PG thirteen. He's injured right now, but he was playing really good basketball before he got injured, and mm-hmm. he was leading that. I mean, before he got injured, I think they were the six seed, and now they've kind of slid back to the um to the eight seed. So, but he's still having a great year. I hope he comes back uh, pretty soon. So yeah, yeah, yeah I PG. Agree. Um, for me, I have LeBron, and then Jokic. Jokic for me is definitely my MVP favorite. I just feel like. First off, he's he's leading. Let's let me see what the Nuggets record is right now. I'll check Let's for see. you. They're, they're the sixth seed, twenty-two and nineteen, without Michael Porter Jr. and without Jamal Murray. It's literally only Jokic doing anything. Of course, they've had some guys step up. Um, like last night, I was watching the game. I love uh, that one kid. His like nickname is like Bones or whatever. Like he was uh, torching the Lakers last night. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he's like their their backup point guard. Um, but man, Jokic just destroying everybody plays against. There's this move he put on Dwight yesterday, and I was like, wow, he, he did a little Hakeem, little dream shake on him. And like, I just love all aspects of the game are like really refined. And I can see he's getting a little bit more athletic. You know, he's been catching a few bodies as of late. So mm-hmm. I, I, I love seeing that. And my controversial fifth man on the Western Conference starters is Jonas Valanciunas. I feel like people are not noticing this man enough. In in the absence of Zion Williamson, I have never seen someone just like pick up the slack like he has. Of course, he has Brandon Ingram on his team also. He is. Oh, my gosh. His stats are crazy good. Oh It's, my it's God. insane. His field goal percentage could be a little bit better, but he's shooting 43% from three. Oh, exactly. my goodness. Like, wow. Valanciunas, um, I mean, there, there's – he he was uh, he was a former starter uh, at center, but to see him like take on this new role in the in the Pelicans uh, offense, like it's it's really dope to see. And I just feel like even if he's just on the bench for like a lot of people, or might maybe not even in their All Star lineups at all, I feel like he definitely deserves some recognition for what he's done this season. I was thinking about him for my injury replacement. Uh, I was thinking about putting Ingram as my bench forward, Ingram, but I mean yeah. that is so bad, I can't. I can't exactly. I mean, they're already, yeah, they're 17 games behind uh, first, and they're (laughs) about to get overtaken by the Oklahoma City Thunder, who don't even have Shea. So, right, right. Like, I don't even know. All right. So, for my bench guards, I have Donovan Mitchell. Pretty easy. I mean, top four seed, having a great year. Uh, And then I have uh, Devin Booker, leader of the number one seed in the entire NBA. So, yeah, pretty simple for me. I actually don't have any of those guys in my uh, in my bench. Whoa. I have I have Shea and I have uh, Dejounte as my uh, two two bench two bench guards. I feel like I don't know. Dejounte is just all around a solid player. I mean, like there's nothing that you can really point out that'd be like a liability with him, I guess. And then Shea is just like I know I get the Thunders like actually suck, but He's literally like the only reason why anybody would come and watch the Thunder game just to, just to watch him play. I mean, every game that he has, he, he's an exciting player. That's all I can say with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to. I mean, I would have to agree about Dejounte. I think if Dejounte is on with his shooting, I think he's probably like a top six point guard. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I think he's if he's on, I think he's better than Donovan Mitchell. I think. I mean, I don't know. His defense is already crazy. If he adds three ball, I think he could be one of the best point guards in the league. So. For sure. Uh, I have him as my wild card, and I have Shea as, as my well. wild card. Mm. Uh, and then as my forwards, I really don't know what to do here. So I have Draymond. I have to have Draymond. Uh, he, he's, I mean, they're on one of the best teams in the league, and he's having a good year defensively, average 7-7-7. Seven, seven, and seven. Uh, Draymond numbers right there. Yeah, Draymond numbers. I feel like he averages that every year. And then I have Cat as my other forward. Yep, yep. And then I don't know who to put for this last one. I, I put Wiggins, but I I feel like I might put Ingram instead because I there's just mm. nobody. Because, mm. I mean, me, Luca Luca's a guard. I can't – I no. And I don't think luca has been having that good of a season, honestly. Like, yeah, I mean, he's shooting pretty um, – he, yeah, he's shooting really bad. He's shooting 43% from field goal, which is not great. 
It's not terrible, but it's not good. And then he's shooting under 30% from three. And he's exactly. taking how he takes like nine a game. Right. I so. just don't think he he can you can put him as as an all-star this year. And For really me, they've been I winning have, because yeah. of their defense, not because right, of their exactly. offense. And he's exactly. he's been known as not a good defender. So I don't right. no, I'm good. So I got Cat. For me, I mean his presence is just Timberwolves are another one of my favorite teams this year. I love watching them play. And Cat is just one of those guys. It's like I trust him with shooting the three ball. I don't know what his percentage is, but when I watch him, I don't really get frustrated if he like shoots too many or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes them. And, yeah, exactly. Because the Jazz have been having a, a solid season, I had to put at least one of their guys on on the on the roster. So I have Rudy, um, fifteen of fifteen. You can't really like Gobert. Stats don't really lie. Um, and for my fifth guy. Had to give it to Julius Randle. Um, Eastern Conference. What? Oh, he's. Hey, I mean, uh, I think you got the draft mindset because they. I mean, it doesn't really matter East and West. I think right. it should just be twenty-four total. But then, then it. I'll put in my uh, wild card and I'll put Anthony Edwards as my. Um, I like Anthony uh, Edwards. As my other guy, and I, I get it's two Timberwolves on the same on the same lineup, but. Keep in mind they are on the bench, both of them. So, um, and I just love, like, like I said, my favorite play style is like those of Collins, Bridges, and Anthony Edwards. I love those like strong forwards that can, that are athletic and dunk the ball, but can also like have soft touch with their uh, with their shot as well. So, gotta put Ant up there. I like it. I like it. And then my injury replacement, uh, I had it could be. I think I put Porzingis as my injury replacement. Zingus, yeah, yeah, I have Zingus. Uh, I have a uh, uh, Donovan as my wild card. I just feel like you gotta have him there at least. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that's it for our All Star. Um, do you have any uh, comments on the current or the uh, late uh, latest trade in the NBA with uh, Cam Reddish going to the Knicks? Oh man, I did not like the trade at all. Hawks gave up on Cam Reddish, and if you look at it, like. It's honestly the Hawks' fault that he was not doing that great. And they don't play him the way he needs exactly. to be played. They put him in the exactly. corner and they think he's a spot-up shooter when he is the next Paul George, I'm telling you. He plays so much like Paul George. Oh, my gosh. I wanted him in Cleveland so bad. <laughs> he's such a wasted talent as well on the Hawks. That we, don't, we don't deserve him, honestly. We do not deserve Cam Reddish on our team. And, and I Kevin do Knox. think for the Knicks. Yep. And – Hopefully we can turn his career around a little bit, but seeing as how our franchise is right now, I don't see that happening, but um, I will give it up to the Knicks. Like it would be, it would be exciting to watch um, Cam and RJ get back together and maybe, maybe have another run at it just like they did on Duke. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe, that's- should, maybe they should get the, uh, the fat man, the big man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe they should, uh, they should get him on their team a little bit. Do a little Julius Randle trade for, for Julius Zion. Ra- yeah, send him back in New Orleans. Oh, my gosh. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. Uh, so, I mean, I don't I don't really know what else. To, there's not really too much going on in the NBA currently. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can point out some teams that um, I've been enjoying watching as of late. Unfortunately, the Hawks are not one of them. I, it's so – if you ever watch a Hawks game – just be prepared to like turn it off after the, the, the first quarter. It's um, it's it's difficult to watch them right now. 
But one team that I love watching is the the Washington Wizards in the Eastern Conference. Uh, for me, I was with Kuzma since the beginning, so I don't want to hear oh, any of the Kuzma mm-hmm. bandwagons. Uh, dude is balling out right now, and I love hair on the team. Um, what is his name? I, I can't I can't remember his name right now, but Marcus he's another Harrell. forward. Yeah, they got they got Trezo on there. Um, they they have Beal. They yeah, have. Uh, yeah, what's the who's the rookie? Uh, uh he's he can shoot. I know that. Uh, roster. Um, on Isaiah Todd. I don't know who this is. Oh, oh, uh, Daniel Gafford is one of my. Uh, oh, I like Daniel Gafford a lot. Yeah. He he's a great rim runner. I really like uh, Daniel Gafford. Yep. And I love his hustle. I feel like he's a better version of uh, Bobby Portis, in my opinion. It's a good comparison. Um, and of course, they got uh, oh Dinwiddie's on there also. Dinwiddie's a solid. Uh, he needs to step it up. He's been having yeah. a, kind of a poor season. He needs to yeah. He he's stepping up. Really inconsistent also. Um, but yeah, I, I love I love the Wizards right now as a team, um, and they are in the wild card hunt, I believe. Uh, yeah, they're right there. Uh, the Wizards are currently the ninth seed, and they're a half a game back from the eighth seed. But even if they're the ninth yeah. seed, they still make the play. Um, right, exactly. Um, and one thing I would like to point out with the Eastern Conference: the Bulls have not been looking that good lately. Honestly, yeah, um, they're six and four. They've been having a, some big losses in the past few games. Yeah, and but, uh, uh, they I've... are on a three-game losing streak. I think they're going to get some help because I think the Brooklyn Nets, since Kevin Durant's going to be out, he's been playing like 34 minutes a game this year. And obviously the Nets is, I mean, you, I think you've seen how they just cannot win at home. They can't. Oh, they can't. Yeah. They cannot at all. Uh, at home, they have almost a, it's almost 500 at home. They're two, they're 12 and 11 at home, but they're 15 and four on the road. And you could see some sort of correlation between there. So Kyrie Irving can play on the road but he can't play at home right also the nets uh fan base is kind of really bad yeah they, uh, they don't really they like that new york is a Knicks town come on it's it's, it's like so la is a lakers town right exactly exactly also about the lakers i hate the new uh the new um the new name for staples I oh hate crypto that. oh my gosh it's so bad it's so bad i i 100 agree with you on crypto.com arena that's so stupid i hate that <laughs> honestly um, right, I'm gonna give but, you a team, and you're gonna say yeah. if they're a contender or pretender. All right, all right. Let's so, Miami Heat. That's tough because you never know with Jimmy Butler on the team. But I will say, um, pretender. I feel like they're gonna get beat first or second round. I think they they will be in the playoffs, of course. But first or second round, they're gonna be out. I mean, you saw how it happened last year. They made the playoffs as the five seed, six seed, and they got absolutely demolished by the Bucks in four. I mean, and it wasn't like a close four. Like oh, uh, each no. game was it like was, a three-point game. It was a game. blowout, yeah. It was absolute domination every single game. By so, Kumpo, yeah. Uh, I mean, and the Heat really didn't change too, too much about their roster. I mean, adding P.J. Tucker is awesome. I love P.J. Tucker. It's a great addition. Uh, they obviously the heat being the heat got some undrafted rookie guys that are going to turn out to be great role players. Yeah, uh, that's just Pat Riley for you. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's gonna be a pretty similar ending to next year or for, uh, from last year to this year. 
Uh, maybe they can make it to the second round this time, lose. But uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to go too, too far. Yeah, I have to agree. With I, agree. I agree. Um, Philadelphia 76ers. Bro, pretender, man. Like the 76ers, no matter how good Embiid is, no matter how good they, they have some supporting roles over there, it's Philly, man. I just don't think they have it in them to win. However, it is a different dynamic with winning when they don't have Ben Simmons. I feel like that that's that's that was a benef- benefit for their team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll see how that turns out. But yeah, they're gonna have a probably a decent match matchup within. Th- um, yeah, I think uh, uh, Simmons being out is the best thing to happen for Embiid. I think I, um, I don't think Simmons is a bad player. He's obviously a really good talent pass the ball, defend, but his lack of shooting and obviously Embiid isn't the greatest shooter ever. So that obviously clogs up the paint. So, but having Simmons out of the lineup and having like Maxi Green, uh, the, Tobias Harris, all three of those guys can shoot. So you have Embiid next to those guys. It really frees up the paint. Uh, and Embiid's having an, uh, I mean, MVP like here. I think he would be my MVP right now. Him or Jokic, it's close. Yeah. Um, I mean, with him off the floor, it's it's just not. I mean, it's not even close. So right, maybe you can right. flip Ben Simmons. I I've been seeing a lot of Ben Simmons to Atlanta type of stuff. Um, I will cry if he comes to Atlanta. Honestly. Which actually, I think for both sides, that would actually kind of be a win. To be honest, the Hawks defense need is, defense. That we do need defense. But I just it's don't, bottom don't want ten. Ben it's bottom ten, bottom eight. I think they're twenty third in defense. Um, so yeah, I think the, he would help, but I don't know what the, what the, uh, 76ers would get back for that. Let me open up the right, exactly. machine. I, I just feel like, I just feel like you can't give up Trey Young. Trey Young is your franchise player. If you're the Hawks, oh, there's no um, way they're giving him up for freaking can't, Ben Simmons. But, no but I do think if a John Collins and we have a lot of good guards, maybe a John Collins and Kevin Herter for Ben Simmons, that could work. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, pull this up. So you got the money; it would be important. So to uh, Ben Simmons is obviously making thirty-three million dollars per year. So you add him, add John Collins; it's actually pretty close. So you'd have to add another ten million in uh, cap rate, uh, cap cap space. So you could add like, sorry, Kevin Knox. I know you just got traded. <laughs> yeah, bring Kevin. Yes, give up Kevin Knox. With give up Kevin Knox. Uh, and then probably have to give up Gorgie Dang, but Gorgie Dang doesn't really play too, he, too he much. He doesn't do anything. Um, so you, uh, so John Collins, Kevin Knox, Gorgie Dang for Ben Simmons, and maybe you for if you're the Hawks, you have to send another like second or two. You try try the trade, and it's good. So I think that'd be a pretty that good be, deal. That would be an interesting trade. Imagine the rim running from Ben Simmons to the to the rack. That'd be that'd be pretty nice. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, we'll do a couple more teams, and then I think we'll call it a call it a day. Yep. So yep. Uh, Utah Jazz, I think this is universally known pretender. Pretender. Yeah, They've yeah. been a pretender for three or four years now. Every time the Utah Jazz are in the playoffs, they're gonna be a pretender until they say goodbye to Rudy Gobert. Uh, I really like yep. Rudy. I don't really like Rudy Gobert, but I think he's a, obviously a phenomenal defensive player. But mm-hmm. in the playoffs, he gets played out of games. He gets played out of games because he cannot defend the perimeter. And that's not going to change, especially if they get, let's say they get matched up against the Lakers in the first round, three versus six, two versus seven, whatever. LeBron, Le center is in action again. They put LeBron at center. <laughs> He's going to play him out of the game. How Rudy Gobert is not going to keep up with LeBron. 
Come oh, on. yeah. No, he's going to get beat every single time. It's not even close. So unless the Jazz get really lucky with their matchups and they get matched up like against, I mean, I, not even the Nuggets. I mean, Jokic burns him every time. So I don't know. I think they're going to be another another first round, second round exit again. I, I definitely agree with that. For you, I'm going I'm to give you one this time. All right. And this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I, I honestly don't know either. What do you think about the Bulls? Uh, I actually think they're a contender. So with the Bulls, I think they have a really good mix of offensive defense. You have guys like Lonzo Ball, lockdown defender. DeMar DeRozan, he's a decent defender. Uh, and then you have some guys off the bench. I, do they still have Thad Young? I don't know. They don't have Thad Young, do they? He's on the Spurs, right? Uh, yeah, he's on the Spurs. He was a part of that trade. So, um, but I think the they have a pretty good mix. Uh, they're shooting. Could, oh, they got Caruso a little also. bit. They have Caruso. Caruso is a great defender. I really like Io off the bench. You know, Io. Mm-hmm. He's he's yeah. really good. The rookie. Uh, yeah, I, I think their roster was constructed pretty nicely. Uh, they still have Patrick Williams, but he's on IR, obviously. So, um, mm-hmm. I think the uh, the Bulls are uh a pretty good. I think they'll be a contender because. Obviously, depth doesn't really play too much in the playoffs because they shorten the rotations, um, and you want to have your stars. So, and the Bulls have that. They have Demar Derozan, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, and then even Zoe. Maybe Zoe's on tonight. So, yeah, for I sure. think they're a contender. What about you? It's this one that I'm like kind of split on. I feel like there's we just don't. This is the first time we've seen them all play together this first time we've seen Levine Vooch Lonzo Caruso DeMar all play together so it's a new dynamic that we haven't seen before so I'm gonna be optimistic and call them uh contenders however I do think that there is a high chance that they will also be a second round exit um like it's it's hard to tell right now but I guess we'll see as as the season progresses we'll see how the how they finish out the season but they're solid right now I like him. I'll give you one last one. Uh, if you want to talk about something else after, uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Come on, now they're let's just talk about the bro. Lakers for a minute. Let's just talk about it. Yeah, it's uh... Rob Polinka is one of is one of the most overrated GMs in all of sports. Uh, I don't know about all of sports. The NBA. NBA Every yeah. year. I, I feel like every year he goes out and makes all these big name signings. Like I know this, I mean, not good, but big name, like Carmelo Anthony. It's a big name, right? You bring him, you big, yeah. you bring Rondo in. Rondo is good, but um, you bring all these guys into the fold, and you see this absolutely implode on itself because you're looking for names, not for fit. And I think right. around LeBron, um, names just doesn't work because he's a very special player and. If you construct the roster around them correctly, right, it's an easy championship. I don't understand why these people keep uh, messing this up. Shooters and rebounders. Shooters and rebounders. That's it. That's all you need. And eight, by the way, Anthony Day-to-Day Davis, he needs to be gone, I think. May, I think it might be time. This is the th- third year in a row that he's just completely – he just looks lazy. Day-to-day. It doesn't, yep. it doesn't look like he wants to be out there. You know, I he doesn't want to like he just doesn't look like he wants to play. Yeah. So I mean Anthony Davis is like man, there's so many things wrong with the Lakers, bro. Like I wish 
there's so many players I feel like would just be such a better fit for their team. Like you guys, for me, I like to make, I like to bring players from the Hawks and put them on the Lakers. You had like someone like DeAndre Hunter, solid shooter, oh solid scorer, and an amazing defender. And you Incredible. put him instead of like Carmelo Anthony or like mm-hmm. Wayne Ellington, bro, you, come on now. You're like literally just don't make those moves. He's not a big name, but he's such a solid player. You he would be expensive. He would be expensive to get. So you have to throw a lot of assets at the Lakers. So maybe you, um, I mean, I'm not saying you give up Anthony Davis or something, someone like that, but I mean, it would be a lot to try to get someone like uh, DeAndre Hunter, but right. he's so talented. And he's would be really perfect next to LeBron. So I don't exactly. I mean, they want to waste all these first round picks on going to get these names. So how about you actually waste those first round picks to go in to get guys that will actually play first of all because russell westbrook he plays a lot of games anthony davis does not play a lot of games you know anthony davis misses a ton a ton of games so i don't know i I guess that's one thing good about uh westbrook even though he's an iron man yeah he he always plays yeah he he's an iron man but that iron also goes to his bricks as well dude literally just Misses so many layups, it's really tough to watch him play. And I'm actually looking at the defensive rankings right now. You look at the top of the league, the Warrior. This is this is the top five defenses: Warriors, Cavaliers, Mavericks, mm. Heat, Suns. All five of those those teams are one of the best teams in their conference, right? And yeah. then you go down to the bottom. The Hawks are 25th. The Blazers are yep. 26th. The Lakers are 27th. All three of those teams have been struggling exponentially this year. And, it, I mean, it has to be about their defense, right? I mean – It's got to be. It's got to be the defense. They're giving up so many points. And, I mean, the Lakers' offense obviously hasn't been amazing, but it's been better than their – I mean, the Lakers' offense is about middle of the pack. But, I mean, if you're giving up 100, 125 and you're only scoring 100, I mean, obviously that's basketball you're going to lose. So, right. that was kind of a dumb – dumb little thing I did, but you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't know. This is just, it's embarrassing. You have all these big names, they, a lot, so much money in LA should be the easiest job in the world. And I mean, they have, they're negative thir- 43 million in the caps and cap space. Negative 43 million. Bro, just like sell Anthony Davis, Westbrook, literally all the team except LeBron, and get Giannis, and then go in the go in the chip. Literally, the only good signing that I've seen from them is Malik Monk. He's oh, awesome. Oh, 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 he's yeah, great. Malik Monk is amazing. amazing. He's awesome. He's gonna get a lot of money from some team this uh, this offseason, and the Lakers are gonna have to say goodbye. There's no way he's staying. Oh yeah, yeah, he's too, way too much, way too much. I mean, he's ha- I mean, he's having a great year, and he's gonna get. I I would would not be surprised if a team like the Magic or the Pistons would throw like twelve million at him, you know, just to see. I more like the Magic. I don't think the Pistons would do that. Pistons are just. I hope no one ever goes. I would never wish anybody to go to the Pistons. Honestly, you better Emmett better not hear that, bro. Oh yeah, I know. (laughs) All right, well, that was pretty good. Uh, pretty successful podcast. Pretty successful episode. Uh, yep. So, yeah, there, those are our 2022 NBA All-Stars. And uh, before we go, Micah has an upcoming album coming out. Uh, yes, just talk sir. a little bit about that, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, of course, this is the first 
return to uh, our podcast, but it's also my return to the music scene uh, in approximately around about two weeks on January 28th. I will be releasing my third full length album. Uh, it's been almost two years now since I've uh, released an album, but man, it feels good to be back. And I really hope you guys show some love. You can just go ahead and pre-save it or listen to it when it drops in my uh, Instagram bio. You guys know where to find me at on Spotify, Mellow Yellow, just one word. And yeah, I hope you guys will really enjoy the album when it drops. Uh, I'll be listening to it. I promise. Yes, sir. Yes, so everyone sir, go uh, on uh, January 28th, go on to Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to music. Go ahead and down that, download, that for that for, uh, download it for me and uh, listen to it all the <laughs> way through. And then, uh, yes, yeah. sir. Yes, and sir. follow them on all sure. socials. Uh, peace.